Hello, 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 and welcome to the Podcast Spotlight, the offshoot series of the Economical Rice Podcast designed for podcast fans and brought to you by podcast fans. I'm your host, Danny, and today I am absolutely delighted to have Sheeta of the Singapore-based podcast AE Dossier. Sheeta, welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> As always, I'm always wacky like this. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's uh, that's great. Yeah, so you know, for for people who don't really know uh, too much about you or your show, why don't you give like a short introduction? Okay. Um. So, hi everyone, once again. Uh, so I have a podcast channel called A Dossier. Uh, I'll just try to make it as brief as possible. A Dossier A is actually derived from the Korean word love. Dossier is as it is dossier, which means like a catalog. Mm-hmm. So, um. My podcast itself, I I try to actually promote peace. <laughs> Sounds very righteous, <laughs> very politically correct, but but that's the thing. Um, so my podcast is actually um segregated into different. I try to have different channels for my podcast itself, which is, um, a dossier would be the main content, which has um I I prefer it to be a learning curve for everyone because you almost every day I we see everything on the social media. As I have said before, you, we see mm-hmm. everything on social media, viral posts, you know, stuff like that. So I want the main content to be a learning curve. Um, other than that, I do have a side segment, <laughs> which is, okay, I'm sure you you are aware of it. Uh, it's called Offside, yeah. um, which is much more unscripted and uncensored. And I talk about viral posts and, you know, just stupid things that you know humans do sometimes so right. yeah and then um on wednesdays i have um a twitter post uh, which i would actually come up with jokes for people to actually just unwind because it's meat week you see so i i believe everyone who listens to your podcast or my podcast actually working adults yeah. and around our age so just to unwind on a wednesday and on a friday uh no on a friday sorry uh sunday is offside yeah so right. those are the segments that i have on edos here <laughs> that sounds like a one woman a content package right <laughs> it, it is i'm trying to like do everything because the thing is if the I think I listen too much to Gary V. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, he's, he's like constantly telling you to do, keep doing, keep doing, be on the ball. Yeah, precisely. That's the thing. But the good thing is he is right in a way that people do not know the value of um, how much you can actually, you know, have passive income from the internet. And we are so lucky in this generation that we can actually, if we, if we actually invest enough online hmm. we can actually make that like the main income instead of having a day job because i am having a day job right now and doing a podcast so hmm. if eventually of course with the idea in mind other than the fact that i'm trying to bring the world together it would be nice for you know to have passive income from podcasts so. <laughs> yeah yeah you know you know just just bring the world together you know nothing much <laughs> <laughs> yeah just casual stuff just casual <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, you know that, that's that's actually quite interesting that you brought that up because um, I think a lot of people, especially millennials in this day and age, right? I don't mm-hmm. think they're as optimistic as you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of a lot of, a lot of uh, at least friends in my circle, they tend to be quite cynical with regards to like work and their options outside of work. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, so, yeah. Listening to you is actually quite refreshing to hear that you know you're in, you're interested in building like a passive income online. I think certainly you know for my case and for like all the other independent Singaporean podcasters as well, they they also wish that they could do this full time if they could. <laughs> <laughs> because it is awesome. Like for me, for me, how what I think about podcast is it's a sensory thing. You actually learn better from listening. You can do whatever it is on a daily basis. You can drive, you can cook, you can everything. That's mm. the main perspective that I have for podcasts. You can actually learn from listening better. Of course, visuals help, but there's a reason why there's like phonics, you know, that mm. kids learn from uh, voices and tracks itself. Right, right, right. And of course, mm. um, then then uh, your show itself is also your your main show, Aidos. You try to bring out a lot of this uh, educational stuff, right? Not not say educational, but like interesting stuff that people can learn. Yeah, yeah. I I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> right, but uh, before we uh, be- before we get into, and I really want to dive into your your content because I think you have mm-hmm. some really really fascinating stuff. Uh, but before we get into that, I just I'm just curious, what do you actually do on like a day to day basis as your day job? <laughs> I'm going to laugh. Sorry, because <laughs> you would be surprised. Um, okay, on a daily basis now, I'm actually, uh, surprisingly enough, I'm unemployed. I'm going to start a new job on the 25th ah. uh, of this month. But um, my main background is I've been doing retail for 10 years. Hmm. Uh, I did a little bit of marketing um, as a day job and on the side with my friends as well, mm. uh, social media and um, like email marketing, all those kind of stuff. And then um, have been a musician before, ha, 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 which is way back when. <laughs> um, wait, wait so, m- musician, musician in what sense? Did you actually make a living out of it? No, I did. I actually earn, uh, yeah, I actually learn a, I earn a little bit out of it because I was a singer in a bar once. Ah, okay. So yeah, that was it. Uh, but the overall impression that people would have over me is that she's always constantly... I think I pretty much did every job. I did a lot of jobs in my life and odd jobs as well just to keep, you know, the... Just just to make me... So yeah, I don't have anything... Const- I would love to do marketing, but... It's kind of hard if you have the papers, but you don't have the ground experience itself in Singapore. Everyone, everyone knows about this, so yeah, mm, <laughs> mm. yeah. And actually, right, uh, um, you know, I was listening to like uh, I think one of your earlier episodes, right? Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned that you know you wanted to be like a DJ or something when you were growing up or when you went to school. So, you know, through this podcast, are you still sort of harboring those dreams or? <laughs> <laughs> you really listen to my podcast. It's actually quite oh, touching. Thank you. I listen to yours too. Um, but going back um, to the question, um, yes, it is. That's a funny thing, actually. Yes, it is. It was one of my dreams, one of my dreams, but right. my, my, my true ambition back then, I told a lot of my friends about this and they were like, <gasps> um, I wanted to be a war journalist. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wanted to be a war journalist, meaning that in my head, I would break that down for you. A war journalist, meaning that um, I would actually want to report wars from um, from somewhere else. Let's just say probably Syria. So I would want to report. I want to be a war journalist. I want to report on the war that is happening, so that the world will actually know. Because for me, from what I from what I read, it's actually controlled. So. Certain things that you actually see on the media itself, it's actually, it's not brainwashing people, but um, it's a repetitive uh, content. Mm. 
So, and it's also selective as well. You don't know whether it is really the truth. That's a problem of the people now that I think they don't filter whatever information they actually get fed with. So right, right. So I'm not gonna let it go. (laughs) (laughs) I was just, I was just trying to go away from the topic. (laughs) How 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 did you? Where did you get the inspiration? I guess to be a, you know, to want to be a war journalist. So, so it's uh, just it's just from the idea of trying to uncover things from like uh, you know the, as as how it is is it as it happens on like the ground in Syria and stuff. Um, the main, the main reason why uh, I wanted to be a war journalist actually because of my dad because I grew up. My dad is for me. He's an amazing man. My parents are amazing people. They are not the. <laughs> they are not normal parents. <laughs> not meaning that they are aliens or, you know, anything weird right, like that. But right, it's just right. that they're, they're not the normal parents. Meaning that I grew up with my dad watching news every single day ah. just to get um on the scoop of whatever is happening in the whole white world. Because I know it's none of his business, but he made it a habit. So I, it grew on me, you see? Mm. So every single day I would sit with him and I would see, oh my God, this is happening in Syria. And I got, there was a point at time, I think when I was 13 or 14, I got sick and tired of all the, forgive me for saying this, but of all the <laughs> bullshit that is happening in the world. Because for right now, every, every, it, for me, it looks like, um, I come to a point for right now, at this age, I come to a point where I ask myself, why will we need presidents and governments when they're not doing anything good, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's where it came from. It's from the influence of the news. But news back then was actually better than now. That's what yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, Th- this is a, a, a really, really sort of a hot-button topic like news and politics, <laughs> so I'm not going to go into that. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> instead, instead, okay, I want to talk about your podcast now and, you know, mm-hmm. You know, uh, you hinted earlier that you wanted to deliver sort of educational content and, you know, the, the stuff you talk about, uh, I think to put it simply, varied is like, <laughs> varied and, and multifaceted are just a couple of ways describing it. So you've gone to top, talking about things like mental health, then, you mm. know, language. There was one episode on philosophy, which was really confusing and I didn't really understand. <laughs> There was one on sex ed, and then the most recent one, he was talking about calendars. So, mm. you know, first off, right, how do you decide, like, what kind of content that you want to talk about? <laughs> to be really honest with you, Danny, to be really yeah. honest with you, most of these things, I have a timeline for my podcast itself. I have a timeline of uh, my day starts on a Thursday itself. Once I publish the one before, so it starts on a Thursday. How I get inspired is, to be really honest with you, with you it's actually over... Um, the content that I read um, over just probably or normal stuff that I see on the road and then it would spark like a like a weird wire in my brains mm. and then that's where that's where the topic would actually get derived from so mm. yeah mm. I don't have anything specific I just have one thing in mind which is like for example and also it comes back to the experience of me doing retail like, mm. you know, you can sell, this is so weird that I'm saying this right now, you can sell a pen, you are given a product, but it's in the way of how you actually sell it. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and, and I guess, you know, um, that that's a really good point because um, when I listen to your stuff, right, I, I mm. really appreciate that, you know, it's just you and it's like a monologue. 
because like speaking from my own perspective, I also do like a, a kind of monologue show, mm-hmm. and I understand like the amount of work and effort that it goes into like all the totally... research and writing and scripting and everything. <laughs> let me let me just just help you out in this because it's the both of us. People do not know the amount of technical stuff that goes to, <laughs> into podcasts. They do not know. For for you guys who are listening right now, me and Danny and everyone of all the independent podcasters, a lot of shit goes into it. Okay, let me just say that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but then you know when when you talk about um and 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 the thing about like doing like a show that that's by yourself, right? Is that mm-hmm. one thing I've always found challenging is how to make it interesting. Because at the start, right, when when I did my show, it was just like me talking on for like 40 minutes just reading off the script. Same, same here. <laughs> and then after a while, I found it. I I thought that was like really boring. It wasn't getting much listens. And I started to add in like this little the bits and pieces. And then for for you, right, for what you've done to make your show interesting, is that I'm I'm just gonna describe it this way, lah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I listen to your 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 episode, right, it sounds to me like I'm watching a YouTube video, but just the audio. You're actually the second one who actually said that. Wait, I'm I'm trying to recall who was the one who actually said that to me beforehand. But yeah, you're the you're the <laughs> second one who said that to me. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like you know, it's quick cuts. It's got all these effects. It's like a, a lot of a lot of things are happening, and it's it's moving really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so so you know you know I I'm just curious. How did you come up with the idea for that and. And and yeah, what what goes on uh, to to putting all these uh, elements together to making a show? Mm, I think for this, of course, the like I said, I'm going back to the topic of um, for me, podcast is actually a sensory thing. Mm. It's actually much more difficult for for me. I think that it's actually much more difficult to produce something that is audio based than visual based mm. because you actually have to attract. Uh, attract your listeners and actually entice them to want to listen to you. If you go on a podcast and you'll be like, okay, hello everyone, hi, I'm... Uh, <laughs> and you don't... Like, even as for us podcasters itself, we'll be like, yeah, I don't want to listen to you. You know, we have that... It's normal for everyone to have that judgment itself. But um, it's actually much more, much more difficult to actually come up with content for audio. That's what I think. Right. Right. Be- because yeah. um, because you don't have that visual element for, for the audience to to get hooked on, right? Precisely. So, um, my plan for the podcast, I started off um, in April 2018 last year. So, my my vision to start the podcast is to actually have a YouTube... Vi- I watch a lot. Everyone watches YouTube. Yeah, I, watch, yeah. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. So, my plan was actually to come up with an audio um, channel, which is a podcast itself, but in the version of YouTube. Because if you can actually master that, I think... I think um, that would be really awesome because visual can do a lot. Yeah, it's actually, for me, it's a no-brainer that visuals would definitely win over audio itself. But if you can actually entice an audience through a podcast, uh, win. <laughs> right. So so for all like the, <laughs> so I know you sprinkle like a ton of sound effects in your your, your, your podcast mm. episodes, right? <laughs> so what, 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 do you, what do you actually use? Do you have like a soundboard for that or is that edit, or is that edit in post? Uh... For all of my podcasts, I record 
this is going to sound really, really tedious and it's going to be dry. I actually record the whole voice recording. Uh, it depends. If I can do it one straight recording, I would. But if I, I can actually break uh, segments by segments and then I would edit it. I would actually, it's really tedious. I would edit it in a way that, okay, if I listen to this, uh, if I'm laughing, I would add someone, you know, the, the laughter ah. effect. So that's why that's why I was saying that podcast is really tedious for people who are starting a podcast. Just heads up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. So so yeah, I tell you, I, I, I can I can totally relate to that because like I do a lot of work in like post production, adding all like the music and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine if like you're adding like all these little sound clips, you have to <laughs> chop all over, and then there are like a million different pieces all over the place. Holy cow! I d- how do you even keep Pre- track? <laughs> I know precisely. That's the thing. That's why. That's why I actually respect um, people who do post editing, be it visual, be it photography, or be it audio. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell tell me about it, man. It's like. After doing podcasting myself, right? I gained so much respect. And, and you know, the funny thing is that, you know, when you watch like a TV show or you listen to radio, right? Normally, you don't really pay attention to like who's the audio engineer or like who's the sound designer. Precisely! <laughs> I bet we are, we are, we are the niche group of people who would actually just look at the credits and say, oh, so this is the one who did the audio. Oh, this is the one who actually do the VFX. I'm actually one of those people. I actually do that and see and look at the credits and just, oh my God, they're so freaking awesome. Yeah, because like, because like, for example, if you listen to like, for example, a radio show or like an audio drama, right? How they mm-hmm. incorporate like transitions or how they incorporate all these sound effects. It is not easy, man. I and- do. <laughs> Yeah, so so you know, it, so so that's why I thought you know, I found it really fascinating that you incorporate all these elements into your own show, and in, mm-hmm. in a way, it sort of like livens up a, a, a monologue show, la, In a way that you know, I never yeah. thought, I, I, yeah, <laughs> because like, I I really I really didn't think that um that sort of YouTube style of content would be applicable on audio until I listened to <laughs> your show, because like I I think this is like the first time I've ever I've ever seen anything like it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I try. I watch a lot of brain stuff, meaning that if you are having a migraine, do not watch it because it would wreck your brain. Like how to do? Like I watch tutorials as well, like design tutorials and stuff like that. So on a daily basis, I'm constantly feeding my brain with information. I'm just surprised that it doesn't go into like information overhaul and just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, um, aside from a dossier, you recently just launched a side show as well, mm-hmm. uh, which is offsite. Yeah. <laughs> so so could you tell us a little bit more about that? That's actually my favorite site segment, to be really <laughs> honest. <laughs> because okay, uh offside uh is actually um I wanted to do something unscripted and uncensored and uh something that is more me. Um like I said before, uh we are on social media on a daily basis so we see everything you don't even need to read the newspaper anymore you see everything happening on social media on twitter Mm. on on, uh, facebook on instagram so what i wanted to do is just to have uh this is actually from an advice of a friend himself they were saying that my content is actually niche and he is an ex-broadcaster so um it was in my plans but he concreted it and he told me that you have good content but you have to uh come up with uh a popular trend so that 
people of all ages can actually relate to it. Something that is something that includes viral posts. Like the recent one in Singapore would be I talked about uh, Lenny Rahman, mm. the, <laughs> the educator who actually slandered uh, parents. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Oh my God. That was <laughs> crazy. The amount of attention that everyone. Uh, that that post actually got um anyways Lenny Rahman and the recent one that I uh, I just released uh one offsite episode today I talked about uh the recent article about uh the Pope admitting that uh, nuns in the Catholic Church Church are actually being abused by priests mm. so this kind of stuff <laughs> oh wow that that you know that is uh actually quite interesting because I've been thinking about a lot about this as well is that um you know when you talk about like having that that one niche sort of content and then having the other side stuff that is more like current talking about current mm-hmm. events following the trends and stuff yeah so so you you so so when you talk to your friend who was giving you all this advice he was saying that this the 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 the, the side segment was going to like funnel um listeners towards your your main content is it mm-hmm. is that the idea Mm-hmm. He actually, he was an ex-broadcaster. Uh, He's a Malay ex-broadcaster who actually um, started his own podcast. Uh, but I had the plans beforehand. But looking at, he, I usually, the way that I filter feedback in a way is that not in the value of whether it works for me or not, but whether the audience would actually be pleased by it or not. Or the audience is, of course, my first uh, main concern. Mm. The second one would be whether... Um, it brings people together or not because there's so many negative things when he said that I'm actually a, the kind of person who would be really adamant that uh, I'm not going to uh, I'm actually a quote-unquote hipster meaning that <laughs> if something is really popular I won't touch on it because everyone knows about it so what's the point unless if I can give an alternative you know opinion to it then I would right yeah so right. that he was advising me on it and then eventually I actually implemented what I initially planned with his push. So yeah, it worked out. Uh offsite is actually, you know, being bond. Yeah, yeah. I I, I actually have, have some uh, ideas about, about doing that as well because like my <laughs> I Go Daddy, go daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I'm I've been thinking right, my I think my, my main stuff is just way too niche. And it takes so much effort to produce. I'm thinking of doing like something a little bit more, you know, I, I hate to use the word, but click baity and make it more, <laughs> make, so, 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 so as to attract more eyeballs, make it easier to produce at the same time, draw, draw, draw a larger audience, create more engagement or whatever, and then funnel true. them towards the main stuff. Very yeah. true, right? Everything yeah. is about clickbait right now. Ha ha ha. All right. So, um, you know, on the whole, right? So, so what uh, future plans do you have for your podcast going forward? Ooh, that's a that's actually a huge. That's a good question. Um, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the future plans for a dossier as a whole. I ideally, ideally, right. sorry, wrong word. Ideally, <laughs> see, my brains yeah. are not working. It's like a whole long day. Ideally, um, for a dossier, I would like it to be on a global platform, meaning that, 
you know, I would like it to be a platform where people will actually go to for positive um, content from negative content. Meaning that if you watch the news and you you see like, you know, wars and then Trump, <laughs> Trump, <laughs> and all that stuff, uh, I want it was here to be a positive content on a global platform for everyone. Right. Other than that, I just one aid was here to be a pla- uh, to be a podcast that makes people laugh and <laughs> aw- and distract them away from all their normal you know routines. Right. All of us are humans. We gotta we have to live a bit. You know, we have to actually because there's, there's people are so concentrated on things that they should do that they forget to actually live for the moment itself. That's what I think. Mm, mm, mm. All right, and then you know, in terms of like the style of your show, are you looking to keep it in that same sort of wacky YouTube style, or do you have like an <laughs> like an ideal vision of of what you want you know you want your show to sound like? Um, like I have mentioned, I think um, it was here is ideally I want it to be a personal brand, so. I- for now, it would be as it is. In the future, like I said, uh, who knows? Maybe I would have an app of my own. <laughs> I'm actually starting a blog um, <laughs> soon enough. I'm blogging again. So I just want it to branch out, hopefully, to a global platform so that it will be um, a podcast that people will listen to to unwind just to get out of their normal routines of life. And so uh, with that, let's uh, move on to talking about today's podcast. So uh, we're going to be doing just one podcast uh, instead of the usual two. But this one is <laughs> a really, really interesting, <laughs> really interesting podcast and episode. So the podcast is called Other People's Lives. and um, I'm actually giggling right now. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, the episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> The episode is called I Have a Micro Penis. All right. So, Sheeta, please, please explain yes. what this show is about. <laughs> so, um, other people's lives is actually, I have mentioned um, Joe Sadegaro's name before. He's yeah. actually one of my favorite YouTubers and I watch him. So, it's actually a podcast with uh, his friend Greg uh, Dybeck. I think I got his name right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a show about other people's lives, of course. But the people that they interview are not from your normal circle. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) We're both giggling at this like five-year-old because we know the content of it, which is so hilarious right now. But... um, the like you were saying the oh my god I have tears in my eyes uh, like you were saying um one of the podcast uh episodes that they have is I have a micro penis so what they did was they actually interviewed um a guy who really has a micro penis and the ending was so it's actually really not sad but it's actually like a you can learn a lot from it because there are. Let me just say that there's bigger problems in the world than the normal problems that we have every day. Like for us, oh, I have to go to work. But mm. there are people who have problems, you know. And this guy who has a micro penis, he is facing problems. It's For me, it's just similar to a girl who can't get pregnant. That's mm. how I think of it. Uh, he has to deal with, you know, dating problems. And then he has to deal with um, social stigmas where 
where humans can be vicious and actually would not date you if you have this kind of problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, um, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, just 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 to sort of give a little bit more context, right? Uh, before we we talk about this guest in particular, um, mm-hmm. so you know, aside from from this guy, so Joe Joe Sanadegado and Greg Dyback on this show, other people's lives, they. Uh, generally, every episode they will do like a, a phone call interview or a Skype call interview with like a guest mm-hmm. who is who has like a really interesting trait or something. So it just so happens this one talks about this guest having a micro penis, but then there's other episodes, uh, such as like you know the person is um you know currently a, a wife de- cheating on a husband or it's like yep or it's like you know they are like asexual or you know they are strippers strippers yeah so so all the all the wacky wacky people that you know you never really meet in real life or you don't actually know have these sort of traits yeah. uh which which brings us back to this guy because like you know and and okay i'm, I'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop laughing now because <laughs> because 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 you know as you mentioned right um mm. you know you're talking about how people have real problems and people like to think that they're dealing with like all these like day-to-day problems like work and whatnot but some people do have have actual like sort of born with problems and this is just That's one of true. those cases right mm-hmm. and i like I, I like that you brought the analogy like um you know with uh with a lady who who can't who can't give birth you mm-hmm. know I, what 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 is that like for for women who have that sort of condition um i know one a uh, friend, not a close friend, but it's just um, just I think a co-worker. I think from way back when, I think a couple of years ago. But it's the reason why I actually put them together with the guy who has a micro penis is because it's it's something personal that can actually. This is going to sound really morbid right now, but it's it's a it's a it's a struggle for you to live with it every day because you will question the value of your existence in this world. Existential crisis. Like, mm. every single day. You know, we have, like, even the basic necessities, we have, like, um, a house, you know, we have, like, a, probably a car, we have our parents and stuff like that. But this has got everything to do with yourself. Mm. So, on a daily basis, what I think is, uh, from my friend itself, she can't get pregnant because... um something is wrong she didn't tell me the technical terms of it but she can't get pregnant um and i think she went into depression for i think about two to three years because but she is lucky because her husband loves her most of the time we listen to this kind of stories husband would leave their wives or marry another in 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 the muslim culture or marry another wife if your your present wife can't actually give birth right Mm. we we heard about that but so when you <laughs> when when this episode actually came out, I was like, uh, it actually makes you much more humble as a person to know that there's actually bigger things happening in the world. My friend went through a depression of three years and there was a time that she actually wanted to physically harm herself. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's I I, I think I, I, I sort of see that that connection now because it's like mm-hmm. Especially when you're talking about the, the existential crisis, right? Because, mm-hmm. um, for the guest, uh, for that, for this episode, he was talking about what it's like to live with, uh, having a micro penis. And, you know, I think a lot of that sort of, uh, and, and I think, you know, and, and all the self-esteem issues it creates and all the doubt mm-hmm. and worry and all the inti- intimacy issues, that sort of comes from, like, you know, the expectations that, that, 
uh, this this guy has from like you know what what people expect of like men or what people expect of women, right? Yeah, precisely. Yeah, and then you know, <laughs> um, for this case, right? Um, I think uh, the hosts and, uh, and and the guests as well they were discussing that you know um, all of these issues, the the problems that he has with intimacy, it boils from him having this idea that. When he's when you know he's getting intimate with a, a, a lady, he doesn't feel that he's able to perform his sort of masculine or male function. Yeah, <laughs> male, no, it's males. true. He actually said that he was like, uh, I think, I think he actually said that every time he wants to make out with a girl, he would actually have it. It it is registered in his brain that are you sure about this? Are you sure about this? Are you yeah. sure about this? <laughs> That is so rough. Right? Like, people... I'm, I'm going to sound so crude when I say this, but there are swingers in the world and they sleep with everyone, you know, that they <laughs> want to and they are able to do that. And then, you know, like, on a complete flip side, there's actually people who are like this and you just kind of help that, shit, I actually have things better in life rather than, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's like a, it's like a thing that, you know, people people don't really talk about. Like, if they, like if they have... Uh, 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 a micro penis or, or something similar it's like mm. it's, it's not common for them to normally share uh, this sort of thing because it's like why would you want to tell the whole world right and exactly and so i was like at the start i was like so surprised and this was and this was like the first episode that actually caught my attention because like wow mm. there are, <laughs> there's actually someone who's willing to talk about this <laughs> yep. yeah yeah so yeah i just thought it was it was so fascinating and the guy's the guy's story is really sad but right <laughs> yeah 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 and and i really really feel feel sorry for the guy because i you know um as i've mentioned earlier also this is like a sort of born with condition right mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like something he can uh control he, something he can control it's not like a, a, a mistake that he did and it's not very easily undone as well um i think he talked about like there was there's like a procedure that you can do to cut a tendon or something to make the penis. Yeah, but it's actually <laughs> quite fatal though. I, I see that's the thing. Like, yeah. if it's not as easy to deal with when you have this kind of, um, you know, uh, born disability, I wouldn't say, like, you know, a yeah. disability. It's actually quite hard because you are putting yourself in like immense harm if anything is gonna go wrong with that surgery itself mm. so yeah 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 it's crazy yeah yeah and 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 i like that you brought up how you know it's it's not really a disability as well because like from the outside you can't really tell what's wrong with the person right but then you know yeah all precisely the, the, the person internally he's carrying all this emotional baggage every time you know he's like trying to talk to a girl or like making out with a girl or something like that yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. But I see, like I said, people on this uh, podcast itself, other people's life, they actually show the world that you know there's there's really things that you should question in the world. Not on a negative note, but I'm just saying that there's bigger things that is happening in the world. So, you know, like like I said, we have like bigger. We have we think that we have huge problems, like the normal problems, like death and war and all that stuff. But these people, oh my god! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I I definitely agree, man. It's like it's it's one of those shows whereby the stories really sort of give you a sense of perspective, lah. Yeah. You know you. Know, you <laughs> this is a this is really crude, but like you know, like you normally hear of these um 
stories of like people with all these different issues, like be it a micro penis or like asexual, like whatever, right? You, yeah, you normally think of them as like a stereotype or like, you know, uh, a straw man or like, you know, you, you never actually experience or hear or, or listen to how uh, some of these people live their lives. And then when you listen and you say, wow, so this is actually a thing. <laughs> True, I agree with you. But um, like what they are doing right now, it's actually quite good, which is what I aim to do with Eidos here. Because you, there's certain things that you can't say um, socially because it's a social stigma or it's considered as quote-unquote taboo. So mm. when you actually educate people and you get the word out there about certain things, we are humans, there's only certain information that we can actually store in our heads. We are... We are not ignorant, it's just that we have responsibilities and stuff like that to do in daily life. But this kind of shows they actually, you know, just open up, they open up an opening for people who have this kind of issues so that the world will be like, oh, okay, people can actually listen to them and actually get like tips of how to deal with it. Like, especially if you're dealing with mental and emotional and self-esteem issues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and, and yeah, I, I really like what you said because it's like, if, if you look at it from a very, very simple standpoint, you could say that they are exploiting these people's problems for, Precisely, for, yeah. for content, right? Mm-hmm. But then, you know, from, from the perspective that you just brought up, it's like, you know, this is a platform where they can finally talk about the issues that they can't talk to anyone else. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like impossible for them to do so. Yeah. So, so, mm-hmm. you know. I agree with you. Yeah. So, so you can, you can, if you can just try to imagine, you know, for if, if you've been hiding something all your life and finally someone is, is saying, okay, I'm, I'm not going to judge. I'm willing to listen. It, I think it means the world to them. Yep, I agree. And that's the power of audio as well. You don't need to see who they are. You just listen to their story and you can actually empathize. It mm. depends on how you function. You can either empathize or actually, you know, just, I want to do something about it. And you can actually help. It can, st- it can spark something good. Usually it sparks something good. Right, right. Okay, so, <laughs> all right, so then now, right, um, now that we've talked about, uh, this guest issues, right, um, mm-hmm. I should note that this episode, as, as you mentioned earlier, has mm-hmm. a very special ending. I will, <laughs> because, because there's a sort of upside to this whole story. It's not all, it's not all, uh, negative news. It's not all doom and gloom. I would, I don't, I don't know how you consider it. I, I like to think of it as like a sort of Cinderella story. Where <laughs> I think he actually dropped a bomb. For me, I was like, oh, okay, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, that, that took me by, by surprise as well. And, you know, by, by the, by, by, uh, Joe and Greg themselves, I think they were taken back by when, when, uh, when the guest told this story as well. Right. Yeah. So, so Sheeta, please, which if you would do the honest, would you please uh, tell this story that the guest shared? So the the closing of other people's um, this episode in other people's life is it goes such as um, so this guy, of course, he has a, you guys know the backstory. He has a micro penis, and then how it ends is that um, I think he was at the gym, right, Daddy? Yeah, that he was yeah, looking. Yeah. So he was he was just going to the gym, and then. He was just looking at guys, you know, he's still having self-esteem issues, like, ask, you know, like, yeah. the constant doubts yeah. and, that and he the, has within and, himself. And the reason he's looking at guys is because, you know, when uh, you have a micropenis, you tend to, to self-obsess about your body parts, right? And you tend to compare, like, uh, is mine yeah. normal? Is is his bigger than mine? You know, you <laughs> tend to do that, right? So, yeah. um, while he was doing that, he came to a discovery that, wait, am I looking at guys to compare the sizes or am I gay? 
<laughs> so I think, but the way that what actually enticed me was the way that actually that actually he told the story. He was actually happy to know that you know. I think he did. I think he did say that he was gay. He didn't say that he was gay, right? He didn't confirm that, but he he sounds really happy upon that discovery itself of his sexuality. I think we can call it like bi or maybe questioning or curious or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But he, the way that he executed the whole story, he was so happy. He's like, uh, I, and then Joe and Greg was like, wow, that's a good discovery. I'm like, yeah, because he <laughs> sounded so happy when he, wait, did I just, am I comparing or do I actually like guys? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, uh, as, as you mentioned, he was checking guys out and then, you know, one of the guys actually caught him. <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> I totally forgot about this yeah yeah wait did the guy did the guy ask him to hang out no did they hook up they hooked up right they hooked up <laughs> yeah I know so that's 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 the climax of the st- uh, that's the climax of the people of the yeah. people of the story people sorry yeah. Yeah, yeah it was such it was such a crazy ending because like he was just checking out this guy at the gym mm-hmm. then, the, then the guy <laughs> Then the guy approached him and said, like, hey, don't think I didn't notice you checking me out. And then I don't know how, but one thing led to another. And then I, they, they, they hooked up. <laughs> and then, and, and, I got so excited, I actually, actually, actually missed my words. But yeah, they hooked up. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know what's the, you know what's the best part, right? So, you know, you were saying how... Um, how how this guy was like so happy and aesthetic to st- to tell this story, right? Mm-hmm. So the so reason for how they ended up hooking up, right? I thought that was just perfect, and th- and this is why. Okay, so so this is why I, I I think of this story as a sort of Cinderella story, right? Because so so his whole sh- his whole issue, right, with him having a micro penis is that you know he doesn't think that he he can fulfill the role of the man uh, in his sexual duties. In a yep. sense, uh, like, like, you know, him, he doesn't think his penis is adequate enough to perform that sort of function. Mm-hmm. So when he's, when, when he hooked up with this other guy, in his mind, he didn't have this same anxiety and, and issues anymore. Because in his, in his mind, he was like thinking, Oh, now I don't have to, to be the man that does, you know, the, the, the penetration anymore because the other guy will do it. Yeah. Right? That's why you're right. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> And then I think he, I think he even mentioned, right, that the other guy didn't mind that he had a small penis because, because he said that the other guy thought that it made his look bigger in comparison. So it was like a perfect matchup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Disney ending. Sorry, it sounds very wrong. I didn't want to say happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it's true. I, I remember Joe asking him, like, so did the other guy that you hooked up with actually, you know, is he like, Concerned about your micropenis, like no, and he was like, no. <laughs> There's a difference between no and a uh, no, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was just the craziest ending. I, 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 and I didn't see coming. The host didn't see coming. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know if no. you saw it coming or not. <laughs> no, no, I didn't, I didn't. But that's the see. That's the beauty of it. You, you do a podcast. I, I mean, even on interviews itself, even if you do interviews, you you can have a script, but you don't know how things are going to turn. You see? Yeah. 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 And, and yeah, and it's so funny that you brought that because like during the episode, right? Um, mm. I think when, when they were talking like about half an hour about like all these guys' problems and how he deals with, with things in life 
at one point, you know, Joe Joe was like ready to call it a day. He was like, hey, do you have anything to add? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Because <laughs> he then, got roasted by that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of got roasted. But yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, um, at, at one point, the guest was like, was like saying that, you know, um, how, how he has like all these different problems with like how sometimes, you know, uh, it's difficult for him to sort of try and do things. And, and then I think he was making, I think he was like referring to something Joe said earlier on a, on a different episode saying that yeah. you, sh- you shouldn't be scared to, to put yourself out there. You shouldn't be scared he was of actually failure. Saying that, because I actually had the perspective that Joe is the, not clean as a whistle, but Joe has a adamant way of doing things like a one way street. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so yeah. yeah, so so knowing knowing that Joe has this sort of like one track mind sort of personality, then the guest was like trying to be preemptive, saying that oh, you know, I I I I know that this is not, uh, you're not gonna be happy with this, but this is how I am, you know, I, you know, and stuff like that. Guys, <laughs> Joe took it really nicely because it was me, but there was silence. I was like, oh, please don't get pissed, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could, I because could. it was on air, you see, if it was off the record, it should be fine. But these are the kind of things that actually make it. I know it sounds really bad when I say this, but it makes the show a little bit more juicier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it was live, and and yeah, I could I could feel the tension, man. I didn't know what Joe was gonna say, but uh, yeah, like you said, right? he, took it, he took it really well. Yeah, and I I actually like the fact that the guy who actually uh, went on to tell his story, he was actually the kind of guy who said there was one part that he said that um to everyone who has a micro penis, uh, I'm going to tell you that life is not going to be easy for you. I'm not going to be like, hey, everything is fine. I actually yeah. like that. Part. Yeah, yeah, because it's like you know he's he's being real, right? He's not like trying yeah. to to lie to you or sell you some fake optimi- optimism that you know you know your 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 life is going to be okay. You're going to find your 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 gay gym dude to sort of fulfill you <laughs> <laughs> or something. Actually, <laughs> thinking right now, I actually have a picture of him in my head right now, which is which sounds funny because I think that he's gonna he he actually uses like eyeliners, like sorry <laughs> sorry, <laughs> like some emo kid. But no no no, I think he's a really nice guy. But yeah, that's beside the fact. Yeah, do you have do you have uh do you have anything else to add for this episode? This is an incredible episode, I must say. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Um, do I think that just it, you guys should actually let me just say something before I go. Um, Daddy is really good with data, and you guys should really listen to his podcast <laughs> because I think. His it's true because his niche content actually has the same effect as mine. If you have a migraine, do not listen to our shows. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the fun ones. <laughs> you will live. But yeah, that's what I want to say. And I, you know, you guys should listen to other people's life as well. And, yeah. and probably listen to mine as well if you do have the time. Listen to all of us, all of us, all three of us. So, yeah. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so, uh, and with that uh, brings the end to today's episode. Thank you so much, Shida, for coming on. And so, you know, for people who are interested in listening to, you know, your stuff or getting in touch with you, where can they do so? Um, okay, so for Ados here, you can actually mainly contact me on Instagram. Uh, I have, Ados here has a Facebook page. You can just search for Ados here. And on Instagram, it's a.dossier. So it's a.dossier. And I'm on Twitter as well. Uh, Twitter is a 
E underscore dossier. Um, and then for the podcast platforms, you can actually listen to me on Spotify or on iTunes and SoundCloud. But SoundCloud is not updated that much. But yeah, <laughs> so mainly Spotify and iTunes. All right, perfect. Yeah, and you know, if any one of you listening out there has a micro penis and you would like to share a story, Shira is <laughs> Shira is all ears. <laughs> 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 oh my god am I gonna be known like the micro penis girl right now so that people will come to me I have a problem no oh my god daddy no oh my god if 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 you do I'm gonna feel so bad because like because like a primer right I, I was actually the one who suggested the episode because Shida was the one Shida recommended the, the podcast but I was like can we please do the micro penis one <laughs> Yeah. Because it is awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It was such a great story. So and a great episode. So you know, Daddy, if I have DMs about micro penises and they're asking me to welcome them with open arms, <laughs> I'm gonna text you first for sure. <laughs> Please do. I would. <laughs> I would love to be updated on it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Right. So if you like this episode, please do a big favor by sharing it amongst your friends or by subscribing to the Economical Rice podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Spotify. All the links and details to the shows discussed in this episode will be available in the show notes on the website www.economicalricepodcast.com. And if you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback for the show, you can drop a message on the social media links below. Once again, this has been your host, Danny, with special guest Sheeta at the Podcast Spotlight, the show by podcast fans for podcast fans.